0: Hi, and welcome to Screens in Focus podcast, where we share and connect as we spotlight our favorite shows and movies. I'm Brooke. I'm Diana. And this is episode 106. Today, we're going to be talking about The Walking Dead, season 10, episode 19, One More, along with our recommendations on generation, boss level, and I May Destroy You. But before we dive
1: in, how are you, Diana? I'm great, Brock. Awesome. Yeah, I'm, aw- I'm awesome. <laughs> oh, I'm cool. Hey, everything is awesome. <laughs> I, I'm i having a great day. Thank you. How are you doing? Oh, good. Oh,
0: yes. I'm glad you're having a good day and I'm having a pretty good day myself. So thank you. And you know what? It is like the perfect weather outside. So this spring season is really, really enjoyable right now totally
1: kicking in it's kind of crazy how the weather changes so uh dramatically for us because it was rainy and cold and now it's just so pretty and sunny and we're gonna have some great days and we bought some uh tomatoes so we can start planting those so oh how cool yeah so i'm looking forward to that that sounds fun getting in the garden and enjoying the outdoors
0: for sure Oh, my gosh. Well, I love the outdoors. And actually, uh, my family, we go hiking often. And so, you know how it is with kids. It's like, okay, kids, there's only one more mile to go. Come on, you can do it. I'm tired. We know what that's like, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, what kind of a hiker are you, Diana? I want to know. Do you rest when you get tired or can you keep pushing until the end?
1: If it's flat, (laughs) I'm really good at keeping, you know, keeping it going. But um, I don't hike a lot in upward um, incline too much. Uh But when I do, um, I, I do have to rest a little bit. But at the same time, I hate stopping. So I do push myself as much as I can. But sometimes I do need a slight rest. So yeah, good.
0: And then you know what, on those rests, you can just enjoy the nature, look at the scenery, kind of look at your map and see how far you've gone. Um, I, do, I know for us, there was one hike in particular where on the map, it didn't look as extreme as it actually was. And we had all the, th- well, three of our kids uh, on the hike and walking uh, with the toddler. You know, if he gets tired, you have to carry him. Um, but we're the type of parents where we're like, yeah, we'll give you your little water, but we're going to stretch it and we're going to keep going. So we encourage the kids to keep pushing through. Yeah, And it's hard because on that hike, particularly, I wanted to sit down so bad. But I knew (laughs) it was going to take so much longer if we kept stopping. I just wanted to get back.
1: (laughs) Yes, I've seen some of uh, you've captured some really pretty pictures of where you've been and where you go. And so I love seeing them. They're great. Oh, thank you. Oh, I'm glad you can enjoy that. I like the one where you said you're visiting Scotland and I'm like, oh, "Oh, it was so pretty. It was such a pretty picture.
0: It's so cool. That one was just a um, last weekend, I believe, but it was so hysterical because you're talking about incline and this one was pretty much incline either way or decline either way. (laughs) And so you had to choose like where you're going to start off with and where you're going to come down. And that was the most like un okay, it was scary for the little little ones. Going down. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But it was so amazing. And same thing. I'm like, come on, Gemma, let's go. And I said, if you fall, then I fall. And if I fall, you fall because we're holding (laughs) on to each other. Oh, yeah. So you just got to keep
1: encouraging them to keep on going. Yeah. That's (laughs) awesome. Okay, out there, listeners, let us know what you think. What kind of a hiker are you? Do you rest when you get tired or can you keep pushing through to the end? We'd love for you to let us know. You can leave us a comment on Twitter at in underscore screens. You can follow us on our Screens and Focus Facebook page, Instagram, and subscribe to our website. Also, we'd love it if you could rate and review wherever you get your podcasts. This is super helpful. The links are in our show notes. I also want to give a quick shout out to All our listeners in all the countries that have been tuning in, we really appreciate you very much. So I just wanted to say, hi out there. We see you. Thank you. Okay, Brooke, I want to know, we watched The Walking Dead, episode 19, one more. What are your overall thoughts on this episode? Wow.
0: I mean... This episode was just incredible. I was moved by it, and it was so good to see Gabriel and Aaron. They've been hiking for miles, and Gabriel's determined to find the resources. So they looked a lot like scavengers, and once things were falling into their favor, it takes a turn for the worst. I was at the edge of my seat. I loved all the dialogue and I loved learning about who they are and who they once were. And it was just so very good to see them in this season.
1: I agree. This rate's really high for me up there. It reminded me of earlier Walking Dead and I... So enjoyed it, and I too was on the edge of my seat. It really shook me. Uh, it was a very dark, apocalyptic episode. It was well acted, directed, and written. I was completely blown away by the episode, um, and I I jumped out of my seat and said, "What just happened?" And I remember I was holding my head, and I and. It was, it really, you know, they say it blows your mind, and I've said it before, but this really did blow my mind because I couldn't believe what happened. Um, and I loved it. And we, you know, Aaron and Father Gabriel brought another layer of what it's like to be a survivor in this world. And Maze, played by Robert Patrick, tested their character and humanity in this episode and revealed his own. So it was really good,
0: yeah, it was so good to see um a Terminator in this episode as well like he he is definitely um suitable for this show, yeah, I am moving ahead, but I really wish that we could have seen more of him.
1: I do too i oh my gosh, I agree with you so much. I was thinking. Oh, is he going to be on the show? You know, for that moment, I'm like, is he going to continue? This is going to be awesome. I thought he brought so much, you know, out of the other characters and actors. I really think that the three of them together, it was very dynamic and just really well done. So, definitely.
0: Definitely. I loved the. This episode, and I actually love the humor in this episode too. And uh, you know, when Aaron screamed for dear life, <laughs> yeah, and we go running in to see if Aaron is okay. Like, what is? Or we're all sitting there watching, we're like, what did he get bit, or is there walkers? And then we find this wild boar that's like bleeding out, and. Uh, Just the reaction from Father Gabriel, or let's just say Gabriel at this time, uh, was just cracking up, cracking up at uh, the fact that he screamed and he's like, they're wild and dangerous. And he's like, yeah, I can see that.
1: (laughs) I know. Aaron was trying to defend his reaction. (laughs) And uh, yeah, Father Gabriel was just like, that scream, that scream. Oh Uh, my gosh. And I just laughed. I just rolled
0: with Gabriel. I mean... That was such an addition. And I'm so glad when these writers and directors can uh, uh, emphasize the humor in this world, uh, this current world and the old world. I mean, when they were drinking um, and eating and gambling, it just felt like you're over on a Friday night at your buddy's house or, you know, whatever poker night is. Yeah. So I was so thankful for that bond that they shared. What about you? What did you notice in this episode?
1: I really appreciated that they highlighted these two characters. I don't know that we've seen it like this in the past. And so I'm really glad that they gave them this episode to learn more about them. And Father Gabriel... His, of course, he blew my mind, but his character arc has been so dramatic since we first met him. Uh, You know, of course, how could you not be affected by this world? But to see such a drastic evolution, it was kind of cool. He, you know, begins when we first meet him. He's this cowardly priest. And then later on down the line, he, he was really an untrustworthy sneak. Then slowly... He learned to become a vital part of his community and a leader. And more recently, we've seen his courage and bravery. But even so, I was so shocked and surprised by his actions. Um, He pushed to find supplies and food following Maggie's map, even though Aaron was ready to turn back because he wanted to go home and see his daughter. And I think he felt, you know, they weren't finding anything, but... Father Gabriel was like, no, we need to check all the cars and keep going just one more. He was so determined. And so we haven't seen him like that before. So that was really good to see that aspect of him. And as they settle in for the night and eat and drink, um, Aaron wants Gabriel to preach again. But Gabriel says that the world and people are different, that evil people aren't the exception to the rule. They are the rule which is put to the test when they meet Maze, he forces them, forces them to play Russian roulette because he wants to prove that people are bad, only looking out for themselves because of his brother's betrayal. And it was interesting because you see Father Gabriel one way um, in talking with Aaron, um, in, in saying all of that, but I feel like he kind of switched gears when he started uh when he was put in that position of playing Russian roulette and he preaches to Maze and tells them that there's still good in the world and that they can help him. And I was really convinced by what Father Gabriel was saying, but I didn't think that it would get through to Maze, but it seemed like it did. But I was still a little bit afraid because Maze was so jaded, but truly Father Gabriel was so convincing. And then what happened next is what shocked me beyond belief. And to see Aaron's face reflected how I was feeling. Oh my gosh, that
0: was so intense of a scene. Oh, I was like sweating. I mean, (laughs) I could never imagine playing that gate, like whatever you want to call it. It's not a game. It's not fun. That games should be fun. <laughs> I know
1: that's true.
0: <laughs> that was not fun. And I think they've, they pulled the trigger four times and I was like, Oh my gosh, there's only two left. And you know, what are they going to do? It just was so scary. And then when, uh, Aaron was the last one to pull the trigger and Maze, uh, had him stop, they were screaming to the top of their lungs. I, I actually, I wonder what it feels like to be an actor, to be in that position as an actor and develop that character role and that feeling, that emotion. I've never done that before. Like I should in my car, just go in my car and sit there and see if I could do it and what it looks like and how it feels to watch myself, you know, about to pull that trigger. That's so intense of acting. I felt like Aaron's character, his actor, he did such an incredible job portraying this man who could potentially just be about to blow his head off, the only people that I could think of at the time each time they had the gun to their head were their babies, yeah, so that really hit my heart to to watch them play that game. The first time I'd ever seen anything like that was in the movie Malcolm X with Denzel Washington, and um, I was young when I saw that, and I that that game scares the living life out of me, yeah. So, oh man, I know, but as we see uh, Maze, you know, becoming a Jedi and turning to the good side, <laughs> and I was like, oh wow, maybe he will be a part of this show. Uh, yeah, never mind. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Gabriel just comes out of nowhere and bops. Maze on the head with his spiky armball and squish goes Maze.
1: I know. <laughs> I was like, "What? You just convinced him. You were so convincing and then all of a sudden it's like, I'm killing you." Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: Like, and he's like and then blood just splattered all over Aaron's face after him like, you know, using all this this energy and emotions, like he just was about to kill himself, potentially, you know, that feeling of, uh, uh, adrenaline running through your body and then splat mm-hmm. goes an, a man in front of you. Yes. Yes. And you're right. Like, Why did you do that? And he's like, uh, he just admitted to killing his brother's family. Like he can't come with
1: that. <laughs> Yeah. I know. That's when I was, that's when I was, well, right before he said that, like right after it happened, you see, um, Aaron's face. That's when I was holding my head and I was like, what, what? I mean, oh my gosh. Ah! I'm living the <laughs> moment now. It's like crazy. I know. And so special effects are so
0: awesome this season. Oh my gosh. I'm just loving it all. Um, and then we just see Mays laying there, uh, you know, dead <laughs> yeah.
1: and they get up
0: and, and they start touring around. They're like, wait, he heard our conversations mm-hmm. during interrogation. He knew what, about us. Yeah. Um And so them to figuring that out, realizing made them pursue on to upstairs which it was like this pungent smell, it appeared to be. They're holding their breath. Yeah. And I was like, ooh, who's he got upstairs? Or what's going on up there? You know, he's been living up there, it looks like. And we see somebody in the corner, which I thought was like a walker, but it turned out to be his brother. Yeah. So um not only was his brother up there, but his brother's family. I know. Uh his his wife and um, child. So his Maze's uh niece and uh sister in law just laying there. So uh just finding those two bodies, uh and Mace's brother they were initially they wanted to help him, but he was so terrified from being captive that uh
1: yeah. It was interesting that father gabriel was going to was he going to help him although we don't really know but it looked like he was more yeah. inclined to help him and i'm like wow that so I, I it's crazy where his thought process is yeah where it he, goes
0: this is what he how he justified it he said may's got a messed up face but may's killed you know his brother's family like yeah. All may yeah. got was an attempt to be attacked. or like to, you know, he was trying to hurt him. Yeah. And then, but instead the, the real crazy situation was May's killed innocent lives. Right. Exactly. Where, sorry. Like you don't get a pass for that. Right. So eh, I guess maybe, I mean, honestly, I wouldn't want to go up there Unless there was food like that I kinda take (laughs) home. I'm like, you know what? You guys are drama. I gotta go. I don't have time for this.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Man. Yeah. So So you know, in the beginning of this episode, what caught my eye was the juxtaposition of the images the flowers and their beauty and then the slaying of the walkers and the blood dripping off the petals. I know. Yeah. And you saw that throughout the episode. So many contrasting pictures and elements, beauty and ugliness, good and bad. This show really makes you think and wonder about humanity and what people are willing to do. And they show that picture of the smiling Maze brothers before the apocalypse. And that was such a contrast to what they had become. At one time, they were family, brothers, just people. But circumstances and choices change who they once were. And that really struck me. And I just thought it was devastatingly sad. Ooh, all these metaphors. Visual
0: metaphors. Amazing. Yeah. You got that. That's for sure. Yeah. It was beautiful. I, I noticed all that, uh, the special effects and just how they were able to incorporate the flowers all intertwined with, uh, those burned bodies. Yes. Um, and so, yeah, it's very, uh, metaphorically speaking. Yeah. I love that contrast. Very nice. Good thoughts, Diana.
1: Well, Brooke, what other thoughts do you have about the episode?
0: You know, I just really enjoyed uh, listening to Father Gabriel. Uh, just simply, it seemed to be reinventing himself. I mean, he's gone through so much um, during this uh, series that we've seen, and to go back in in time with him, that was. Just a blessing to to understand more about him and his reflections, and so I love that Aaron told him confidently, he could do it again, lead the church, be that Father Gabriel. Um, but I also thought it was interesting how Father Gabriel can just go turn around and um, squish somebody's head with a spiky ball arm. yeah, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Wearing his collar, you know, yeah. while he's wearing the collar. And um, I also really, really thought that mud scene <laughs> yeah. was so perfect. I yes. mean, to get all of that mud uh, in into a, a, a film, you know, I mean, be able to trample through all of that, to get all the coverage that um, he got when he fell into it and his open eye, all you could see are his eyeballs because mud was just like, he was a mud monster. Yes. It was good. And the, yeah, it was just like, this is, this was, he stole the show. I mean, the father Gabriel falls into mud, tears the map, and then it rains on them. So then they have to find shelter, which they found food, you know, and just, everything kind of fell into like this is his purpose this was his purpose from the beginning from wearing that collar these are these are things that happen that he's just accepted and is able to teach with his uh you know the bible think speaking of the bible i know okay mr uh maze what are you doing with all these bibles yeah Toilet paper? Using them as what? toilet paper.
1: <laughs> so even in
0: an actual apocalypse, people are still freaking out about toilet paper. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love
0: that they did that. Yeah.
1: I didn't even think about that. That's funny. <laughs> what like- about you? What else did oh, you notice? God. I love that. And I'm so glad you brought up the mud scene because I... I appreciated that part, too. <laughs> it was good. So when they were traveling before they got to the main location, the other place that was on Maggie's map was that burned down location. And what was interesting was that the Reapers had burned down that structure in... Oh, we saw a fire. Yeah. yeah in the first ep- yeah, first episode with Maggie, um, the first episode of this segment... Um, So we saw that they burned down the structure and people were in it. And so this happened again. So it's like, are these the, is this the Reapers doing? So I thought that was kind of interesting. And, um, oh, and then the Dwayne Morgan whiskey. I don't know if you noticed the name, but Dwayne Morgan, that is Morgan's son. Morgan's son is Dwayne. So it was really interesting that that was the name of the whiskey. That was very cool. And, you know, they are going towards this water tower um, at the end. And it was interesting because Aaron was the one who wanted to turn back and go home. But at the end, Father Gabriel says, you know, he's willing to turn back. And go home. And Aaron's the one that says, no, let's push forward because they see that. And I'm thinking, what's over there? And what what about this big forest between where they're at and there? It just feels like another, like so much can happen. You know, so much more can happen to them. It's just, it was kind of scary and interesting at the same time. So, um, and uh, something Father Gabriel narrated at the very beginning, he said, uh, darkness and vengeance, moments of despair, grace of our friends, we are saved to save our soul. I thought that was just wow. an interesting way to open this whole segment. And I, too, loved seeing uh, fun Aaron and fun Gabriel get drunk together. That was a really cool. That was cool. pretty cute. Yeah, I liked it.
0: That was really cute. I loved also, too, how they had that timer, the alarm clock thingy, Oh. and they threw it in the grass uh-huh. to wake up the walkers uh-huh. so that they, you know, it's like walking through a snake grass, like snakes in the grass. <laughs> you know, you could get bit. You don't know what's in
1: there creeping around. Right. I thought that was neat. That was. That was a good, good use of that alarm clock. Yeah. Okay, Brooke, I want to know who your award goes to. I want to know what was your favorite quote, character, or moment? Oh, my gosh. Well, for me, that Russian roulette scene was just
0: so crazy intense. I mean, both of them, uh, let's just say that entire scene deserves an award, you know, with their portrayal and their raw emotions. It was amazing for me to watch that performance. It's so good. Yeah. Um, I, I'm going to go with Aaron today, uh, because of all the different things that he had to overcome all his struggles, his frustrations, him wanting to get back to his daughter, him bringing light to the fact that Gabriel wants to get back to his daughter, but they keep going. They keep supporting each other and working together and proving that, um, that, that there is good and we can change. And so I think Aaron really helped with the backbone of that. Um, and he still tries and he even uh, brought up how he used to recruit for Alexandrians and, yeah. um, how life is, is, you know, ever changing. So I appreciate Aaron and his uh, determination, even when it's difficult because it's not easy for everybody. No, um, to keep doing so.
1: Thanks, Aaron. Yeah, I love that pick. That's an awesome pick.
0: (laughs) Thank you. How about you? Who would your award go to? What was your favorite quote, character, or moment?
1: Well, I too love all three actors in this episode. I could pick any of them and it would be right or fine or perfect. Um, And I too want to give Aaron a shout out because he almost pulled that trigger. And to think I have a daughter at home, but I'm going to do this because this is my character. That's like crazy. And just, oh, I, he's, I love the actors in this. I can't even, it's hard to just choose one. But I, I think because I was blown away by Father Gabriel. And uh, so I would give my award to him. I I thought his decision when he did it, it didn't f- almost feel right. I felt a little bit, um, I don't know if I want to say betrayed or if, if if I should say I didn't know if I w- could believe him, but when we saw the ending and we we knew that what Father Gabriel had done was really the right decision, I was glad that it ended that way to make me feel that way. Because I didn't want to not like Father Gabriel again like I have in the past. So uh, I, I just think that is saying so much about the character and the writers and also about Seth uh Gilliam, the actor. Um he just uh has grown so much in this whole series and uh I give my award to him, Father Gabriel. Perfect. Well great.
0: I I've I'm glad uh, that you went with Father Gabriel because he totally deserves
1: it too. Yeah, I think so. (laughs) Great. Uh, But I would like to know what you are currently watching.
0: Okay. Well, so I wanted to bring this up as a recommendation the last episode, but I couldn't remember the life of me, what it was called. (laughs) So I finally finished it. I worked so hard at finishing this series and I think I was able to get it done in a few, I want to say there's like maybe 10 episodes and this could be found on HBO max and it's called I may destroy you. So I may destroy you, um, is written by Michaela Cole starring Michaela Cole, and this takes place in London. So it's a British American drama TV series on HBO max and Arabella. She is like social media queen. She is a writer and she wrote, um, a book, uh, regarding millennials and she was, she became an icon. I mean, everybody loved her. Everybody knew who she was. Wanted to take selfies with her. Um, but she has uh, a very uh, rock star lifestyle. So she's, you know, social. She there's like the party scene, and so she's having a hard time writing her second novel. Well, when she goes out. One evening in London, the next morning, she wakes up. She's got like a bump on her head. She's all disoriented. She looks awful and she feels awful too. So she's just like not sure what happened. And as her memory comes back, she remembers possibly witnessing an assault. When the detective asks her who was the assault T looking at, she realizes that they were looking at her. So in her memory, she sees herself being attacked, but she can't put all the pieces together. So this whole series was about her putting all of this together and also, um, focusing on her busy, uh, social life. And trying to finish this book and her mind is incredible. She's beautiful. She's incredible. She's really hard to keep up with. So <laughs> she's got friends that support her. Um, this series has, um, some raw images of assault. So you have to kind of be aware of that going in. And if you're comfortable seeing that, um, I was, I appreciate that the person that recommended this, her name is Sarah. She gave me a heads up about, uh, what you're going to see. And so I knew what to expect and I was prepared for that. And I think it's important, um, that this became a visual work of art. Aww, uh, awesome. and, and, you know, even as a, um, uh, a, just writing this uh, is an amazing piece, amazing talent here. So uh, it's it's modern. Uh, it's what we are going through in the world and how we see people opening up and talking about. And so it's really wonderful to see this uh, Michaela Cole uh, as a writer, as a creative person, her work is incredible I am not sure if this was nominated for any awards but I really do believe in this and I think that it's worth watching for all sorts of people so please check it out it is called I May Destroy You on HBO Max
1: I think it has critical acclaim I, I believe uh, people or critics are, and people are really liking this It's amazing. I mean, I would totally watch it again. That's awesome. Yeah, it was great. What are you watching, my dear? Okay, I have three very different recommendations, which I think is great, because people can pick and choose or watch all three like I did. Um, The first one is Generation on HBO Max. It's a dramedy about Gen Z in Orange County, who explore their sexuality in a modern world. It um I think you'll like this, Brooke. I really do. Uh it, it reminded me a little bit or it's compared a little bit to Euphoria, but it has uh some comedy inserted into it which um makes it lighter. And uh but it does with it deals with real issues. And so um I kept thinking, "Oh my gosh, if teens are going through this, this is like crazy." I think having um, social media and phones and all of that just make everything so much so much more amplified and which makes it so much harder for young people and also um, getting their information from the internet also makes it hard. So uh, it, it kind of like is a little bit heartbreaking to see it uh, certain things this way. but I really like the characters and what's interesting is, uh, it starts out, and I'm not giving too much away by just telling you this, but it starts out each episode with a young teenager and her friends at a mall, and one girl is in the restroom, and at first you think she's just having stomach problems or something, and but you, you find out in the first episode that she's giving birth, and so... Uh, And her friends are there to help her. But what's funny is that they just give you at the very beginning of, uh, I think there's six episodes right now, of each episode they give a scene of how that's going. And then they'll say six weeks prior. And then the episode two will show you a little bit more and then it'll say four weeks prior. And so it kind of keeps inching up to where... It becomes real time. So it's it's just very interesting. So I think you should check this out if you are curious about Gen Z and the OC. So that's Generation on HBO Max. Cool. And Mayans MC Season 3 is back on. I was so looking forward to this because I really liked Seasons 1 and 2. So this is a crime drama series that follows the Mayans Motorcycle Club, that exists in the Sons of Anarchy universe. And so we follow Easy Reyes, who is a gifted son of a proud Mexican family whose American dream is cut short by cartel violence. And he becomes engulfed in a life he wasn't expecting, and he can't escape. Uh, It's really good. And if you are a Sons of Anarchy fan, you will enjoy this too there is just so much crime. You have to keep up on who's with who. It's very smartly written. Like you have to really watch and and absorb who people are and how they're interconnected and what they're trying to do. So uh, I really am enjoying that. And I think, um, I believe it's on FX. And if you can't catch it on FX, I believe it plays on Hulu the next day. So the movie I would like to recommend is called Boss Level, which is on Hulu. And this is a 2021 action sci-fi. It's a retired special forces agent who relives his death over and over again, reliving the same day, just like Groundhog Day. So through each death, day he learns a little more about how his death came to be and who is behind it and it's really an exciting action-packed movie and i was pleasantly surprised by it and i recommend it that sounds cool i'll like i'll let gabe know he loves action movies yeah he'd probably love it so um cool. yeah so those are my recommendations brooke thank you so much for yours Thank you for yours. Um, You're welcome. Well, that's our show. Thanks for tuning in. We are grateful you tuned in. And we hope something that we said today resonated with you, gave you a chuckle, some happiness, some positivity or inspiration. Please subscribe to our website and follow Screens in Focus and tell a friend. We would love more members of our TV club. If you could rate and review our podcast on Apple or Stitcher or wherever you get your podcasts, we'd really appreciate it. This will help other listeners find us. Yes. Thank you
0: so much. We will be uploading a new episode in a couple of weeks. Our next show will be on The Walking Dead Season 10, Episodes 21 and 22. So you can find our website listed in our show notes.